Welcome back to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. I'm Ricardo. And I'm Jesse. Courtney is on vacation this week, so I have my lovely wife as my co-host. I'm excited to have you here, babe. You're excited? I am. Question mark? What are we going to talk about today? Today, we are talking about when too much is too much. So let's get started. When is too much too much, Jesse? When is too much too much? So we're professionals at this topic. That's why I think this is a great topic for us to talk about. So let me break it down. Okay? Break it down. So here's the deal. So this is going to be interesting because I'm going to tell stories about you. And clearly you're going to be telling stories about me. Yay, my favorite. Getting thrown under the bus. (laughs) I know. So we're just going to throw each other under the bus on this episode. Ready? Yes, let's go. Round one. Ding, ding. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go first. (laughs) Okay, go first, babe. Go first. One is too much, too much. So on Monday's episode, Ricardo started the conversation with... And I'm joined by my wifey poo. That was too much. Never in our 13 years <laughs> together has he ever called me wifey poo. Ever. So too much can be different things. To All me, right. that was a perfect example of when too much is too much. Fair enough. Fair enough, wifey poo. Fair enough, wifey poo. All right. So for me... I'm glad we're in different rooms because I would like strangle you right now. That's just a bit too much. Hmm? That's just a bit too much, baby. Too much, too much. Okay. So back in the day, a few years ago, well, since I've met Jesse, she's always been kind of extreme. For those of you who know Jesse, and for those of you who are just getting to know Jesse, maybe you don't know this side of her just yet, but she tends to be extreme. When she goes hardcore, she goes hardcore, especially when it comes to working out. Oh, yeah. Right? And so what would happen, babe? What would be the repetitious pattern? So I'm like, okay, let's work out. I'm going to work out. And I would wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning, get a two-hour work in, uh, workout in, you know, get ready for work, go to work, after work, cook dinner, and then it was another two-hour workout. And of course... I would injure myself (laughs) and I'm out for a few weeks or months. Months. Yeah. Months, several months. Because she just went too hardcore, went too much. She doesn't really know how to dial it down just a little bit. That's right. Levy, Levy just commented. He says, all or nothing. I love it. Yes. A hundred percent. All the time. All All the time. Yes. All the time. So that, I don't do 50. I don't do 50%. I don't know what that is. She doesn't. She doesn't know what that is at all, guys. She doesn't know how to gauge that. So she goes from not doing much for several months to just four hours a day. 
Yeah. So, but what has been the lesson in going just too much in this example of when too much is too much? Well, right now I'm still dealing with an injury, not workout related. I actually fell down our stairs at our house uh, right before Christmas. Yes. And I'm still having issues. So right now, even, you know, I'm doing workouts, but they're very slow. They're very small. They're very, you know, it's nothing extreme because I physically can't. So even if I wanted to go hardcore, uh, you know, balls to the wall, I just physically can't. I have to take care of myself and go slowly. So I'm starting that back up. So to me right now, I, you know, I couldn't do too much, even if I even wanted, if you to. wanted to. Correct. Even if I physically, I just, I can't, my body literally will tell me I can't. So that's not an option right now. So that's the thing. When you don't regulate yourself, the universe will regulate yourself for you. Okay. You have to use another word because all I hear is regulators. Regulators. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. It was a. I know. Don't start. Don't, don't, start. don't, don't I could rap. I if know. You want me, me to start rapping? Let's, let's, let's go. Not. Let's not. So use a different word. Okay, let's okay. Let's get it All together. Right. All right, get it back Focus. together. Bring it back. Bring it back, baby. Okay. So this is one example of when too much is too much. Not knowing too not being able to regulate it, not being able to dial it down just a little bit, not being able to say, okay, maybe I need to go a little bit slower and build up to this mm-hmm. and just go in for it all. We're not saying don't go for it all. We're not saying don't push yourself. However, when you have no limits, you always go what? Extreme. Yeah. Extreme is where I live. Extreme is where you live. So here's one of my things. Here's one of my things. Maybe you can help me out through this and shed some light for me and the listeners and viewers here. Okay. I have a hard time realizing when I'm doing too much. Oh, yes, you do. Because I'm the one that gets the overflow. <laughs> So please elaborate. I, um, so Ricardo doesn't take out his anything on anyone else except me. I a hundred percent get it. And I always tell him, I'm the only person you come to because in our relationship, I a hundred percent believe that I am his ride or die. I a hundred percent believe that whatever he tells me. I never um, throw it in his face. I don't tell, you know, his secrets. That's between him and I, no matter what. It doesn't matter if I'm upset at him or not. That's between us. So anytime, and I'm okay with that. So anytime he does too much, um, it, you know, I, I get the brunt of it. Now, again, I'm okay with that, but I am the one, you know, that deals with it. So I sometimes have to, you know, just tell him, hey, you need you need to, you know, scale back just a little. Like, let's let's rethink this through. Um, Let's take a few things off the schedule. Let's look at this. And, you know, he does well because I, you know, just I don't go to him attacking him. I just go to him with specific facts and details so that he understands me at a Ricardo's very logical. So I have to you know, speak to him very logical. I can't tell him about my feelings or I have to tell him specific facts so that he grasps, you know, grasps what I'm saying and understands what I'm saying. 
And I think that's a big relationship tip right there, too. Because there's, I think there's possibly this happens in every relationship where one partner tends to go really extreme and the other one can't reel them in Mm -hmm. or doesn't think that they need to be reeled in. And for me, you do reel me in because, I mean, let's face it. I don't post or talk about maybe what, a third of the stuff that I actually do. Yes, you don't speak about, you know, everything that happens, everything that you're doing. You we we're not we're not public about it. That's, you know, things that we do here at the house for ourselves and it's a lot. Like it's Correct. it's a full schedule. It is. It, it is quite a bit. I think one day we sat down and talked about everything that I do and you pointed it out, well you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this, you're doing this and you want to do that too. And then when you said it in that way, I was like, wow, that does sound like a lot. Mm -hmm. But I don't focus on the big picture. I don't focus on how many things it is or how many balls I'm juggling in the air. I I focus on whatever it is that I'm doing in that moment Mm -hmm. and not thinking about everything else. Mind you, if I was to focus on every single thing that I was doing, it would be very overwhelming and overshadowing for me personally. And I think that's why you don't do it. I think that's why you only focus on, you know, the day-to-day, what what you have to do that specific day. I don't, you know, I only brought that to your attention because I knew if you were to add anything else to your plate at that moment, it was not going to fare well for our Uh, household. (laughs) So... I had to step in and tell you just just for this, just for a moment, you know, not forever. Just give it a few weeks while you finish one thing and then we can add it in. No problem. I'm totally down. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm your biggest fan and I'm your number one supporter. So I'm totally down for whatever you want to do. I'm on board. But I also have to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. And I know you don't do that. So I have to do that for you. And here's one of my one of my biggest challenges is when I'm in the middle of doing not knowing when too much is too much is I can't gauge it because I'm in it. Mm-hmm. I can't gauge it because I'm the one going for it. I'm the one working on it. And because I work on one thing at a time, I might be working. I might have four or five, six different projects. But when I'm working on one thing, I'm working on one thing. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I'll work on another thing or the next day I'll work on another thing. So in my head, it's very hard to gauge to determine if I'm doing too much or where that fine line is. Mm-hmm. So you really have to have someone in your life that is able to say, hey, hold up a sec. You're doing what? Yeah, I and, think we balance each other back. out when it comes to that. You know, like you're able to tell me right now. Because I physically can't go harder on my workouts. I, you know, you haven't had to jump in and and tell me to slow down because I, again, I physically can't. So that's not an option right now. But, you know, I think we have that balance amongst our relationship, you know, that you tell me how I'm doing and, you know, hey, this is, this is a lot. And I tell you, and that's something that, I feel that our relationship that we have and it's fine and we've worked through it and we're at a place that we can speak to each other that way. 
and very, you know, honest and vulnerable and without taking offense to it. Um, I will say not everyone has that. So no. just just fill the water with your partner. It took us before. time to get here, though. It took it, us time oh. to get here. It wasn't just like, oh, let's get together. We were able to be honest and vulnerable with each other without being offended by it. Correct. It took some time. Correct. And I mean, I still, you know, even to this day, I still will say things that he takes the wrong way. And I immediately, I can see it in his whole body, his whole physiology, his mode, his mood, everything changes. And I'm like, hey, hey, hold up, hold up. You know, let's let's bring this back. Like, what just happened? What just happened Here's the look. right there? Here's the look. <laughs> that <laughs> or if she's standing over there, it's... <laughs> that is not the look. But anyways, I, you know, I just bring it back and I'm like, what just, what just happened? What just, what did you hear me say? And I'm very specific. What did you hear me say? What are you feeling right now? Please tell me what's going on. And he'll open up and he'll tell me what he heard and he'll tell me what he's feeling. And mm. I'm like, okay, I apologize. That is not what I meant. This is what I meant. This is my, you know, intention behind this comment I'm really sorry that that's how, you know, it came out, uh, you know, it came across the first time that I said it, but that was not my intention. So I have learned that the minute, you know, I see it in his body, that I clarify it, that literally the moment that it happens so that there is no miscommunication, no misunderstanding. And it, I mean, our relationship is so much better because of that, clear, you know, that clarification that happens almost immediately as any miscommunication happens. And yes, yes. And I agree. And it's something that you work up to. And this could be the person that you're closest to. This could be a friend. This could be a coach, a mentor, just someone that you're able to have these honest and open conversations with that can give you feedback and you're able to accept it as feedback and make changes based on the information that you got. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. Okay. Do you think that it's in our human nature to just go for it and just turn it all all the way up to 100 from zero? Is that how we're wired up? Is that what we tend to do? I think the majority of us, yes, because think about it. Um, most of us, when you're asked, can you do this? Even if you, you know, know that you're busy or you're overworked or whatever the case is, you add it onto your plate because your intention is to get it done. Like we we want to be successful. I think it makes us feel good about ourselves that we're able to do, you know, all these things at the same time. It's like that juggler that has, you know, one person can have three balls and he feels successful as a, you know, three person, three thing item juggler. But then you have the juggler that can do 10 things. And how much better does that person, you know, feel? So I think that, that um, that's how we feel when it, you know, comes to just things that we put on ourselves and on our plates that we want to, we want to be successful. We want to feel good about ourselves. And some of us have that tendency that we're we'll add more things because it makes us feel good when we accomplish them. Not necessarily throughout the process, but when once, we do it. once we're completed with that, you know, thing, we feel so much better about ourselves because, man, you had all this going on at the same time. I can't, you know, the comment that 
I think makes us feel great is when other people say, I can't imagine myself going through that or doing that, or I can't do, you know, a, even a little bit of that. I can't, I can't do that. So it just makes you feel good. So again, I think we do it for a positive reason. Um, that's what I'm, that's what I believe. I agree. I agree. And we're also in the self-development space, right? And when we're in the self-development space, one of the key things that we experience on a regular basis is high levels of motivation. And when we experience high levels of motivation, we feel, listen to the words very carefully, we feel like we can do very hard and very difficult things even though we might not have the ability to do it or the skills to do it, we feel like we are capable of doing it. And one of the issues long-term is that motivation just doesn't last. We just, we're not able to sustain motivation for long, extremely long periods of time to get us to where we need to be. Motivation comes in spurts, right? Highly motivated. Okay, maybe I'm not as motivated today. I'm highly motivated, not as, not so much today. And when that happens is when the level of ability and skill comes on the ride with motivation, if motivation goes down, that ability and skill goes down. When motivation goes up, what goes up, babe? The same thing. I mean, that it, it starts when the motivation goes up. I think, everything you know, it becomes up. easier. Everything, yeah. be, everything goes up. Yes. But the, the thing is, motivation doesn't stick. That's no, that's the gotcha. No, motivation just lasts for a, literally a moment. Like a that's, moment. it's just a moment. It's a brief moment. It's what got you started. It's what got you going. What keeps you going is definitely the momentum. Once you're just going, I mean, think about a car, you know, it, the, it gets started because you put your, you know, uh, gas on the foot. I mean, you're on the gas, but if you take it off, you still, that momentum keeps you rolling, you know? So that's where I, I kind of think that it's the same thing for us. I agree. And one thing to also keep in mind is being able to understand that part, that just because you're highly motivated doesn't mean that you automatically have the skills or the ability to do it long term. Mm-hmm. Right. Just yeah. keep that in mind. That's a very important thing. The, yeah. Motivation doesn't last long. It's literally, I feel like it's a split second. It's Correct. the decision, you know, like, okay, perfect example. I am not motivated at all to fill up my gas tank <laughs> ever at all. Okay. Ever. Ricardo knows that I prefer him to always fill up my gas tank. However, if I am obviously on the road by myself and I need gasoline, I am motivated <laughs> to fill up my tank because it's a must for me to get to wherever I'm going. But it's not something that I, you know, am super motivated about filling up my own gas tank. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan of it. But again, if I'm by myself, you know, it driving, it has to happen. So, yes. but it's just for that split second. The mo- the motivation goes right away as soon as, you know, I need gas again. And I'm like, oh, I can make it home, Ricardo. Give it my, <laughs> That's my a gas great tank. example. It, you know, it's a small thing, but I think that that kind of gets my point across. It does. Question. Okay. So you've been on both sides of this where you work out four hours a day for 
six weeks or a month or two months, get injured, and then you have to sit out for weeks or months, right? Yeah. Because you don't gauge it because you don't, you also kind of have an issue dialing it in when too much is too much. Correct. Right now in the current situation that you're in, you're forced to dial it in and not go so hard with it. Correct. What advice would you give to that person who just goes to 100 from zero all the time to dial it back because they want to, not because they're forced to? So I don't feel that I have good advice right now because, <laughs> and I'm going to be, I'm going to tell done. you why. No, Thank you I'm too gonna... much for tuning in, guys. <laughs> Let me explain. Go ahead. So I I don't feel that I can give adequate advice to that specific question because, yes, I am still physically, you know, challenged as far as me being able to, you know, do more than what I would love to. So I I go for a walk every day and I have, you know, I walk for 45 minutes every day if I look at my watch and I'm like, okay, the day before yesterday, I walked two and a half miles in 45 minutes. Today, I want to walk three and a half miles in 45 minutes and I burn 300 calories. Let's burn 350. So I am competitive against myself. Mm. Oh, you know, if, if um, I literally will do calories, I'll do steps, I'll do miles. Like I want to crush all three things than what I did the day before. That's my, that's how I think, right? I'm not competing against someone. This isn't a game. Like this is myself and I'm physically hurt. And so I can't do that even if I wanted to. And so literally the the thought comes in and at that same time, I have to remind myself, take a breath. This is not, What's going to help you? Like, it's not going to help you to start focusing on that. Instead, I have to switch my mind and change what I'm focusing on because I know how I am. I know I like to compete my, against myself and be better than I did the day before. And so that's been literally a daily struggle that I've been dealing with right now. So, you know, I don't feel that I can give adequate advice. However, I can tell you what I'm currently dealing with and how I'm personally handling it. So one of the things, again, I just, I calm my breath. I took it, I take a few deep breaths. And then very important, when I listen to music, I cannot listen to anything fast paced. So my typical, you know, uh, playlist has been thrown out the window. Um, because it, I will start moving to the beat. So I have to listen to slow beat music, um, or, you know, like I've been lately, I've been listening to a lot of country and, (laughs) um, the slow country, the old, older country, not anything really super pop or modern, but the older country and it's slower. And so it allows my walk to be slower and so those are things that I have learned to do. And again, this is something that I, I do daily. It's not like, you know, I've conquered this. I still struggle with wanting to walk faster, wanting to, you know, get more steps and wanting to burn more calories, wanting to do all these things that I just physically can't 
right now. So it's it's just being cognizant of your thoughts and the moment that it comes in, catching yourself and stopping it and just taking a deep breath and, you know, calming your breath and listening to something that's going to help you calm yourself. Mm. So it's about really just finding what's going to calm you down, whether it's a breath or music and really get you to dial it back so you don't overdo it. Correct. Correct. I, I have to constantly just watch it and catch it. That's some solid advice, babe. Good. Thank you. Of course. Sorry, I couldn't answer it. But you did. The other question, though, I, I, I felt I answered it my way. And that's the only way you can answer it. True that. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. Your answer is your answer. Fair enough. All right. Any final comments on when too much is too much? No, I mean. Before we could just go too much on this episode. <laughs> Oh, oh. To I mean, it's it's sometimes it's hard to see when you're doing too much. It's hard when you're living it. Yeah. When you're when you're doing it yourself, it's hard. I you know, I think the times that I've caught myself doing it is when I am just overwhelmed constantly. You know, I get it. We all have moments of overwhelm, but if this, if you're con if you're living in constant overwhelm every day, every, you know, week, every month, there's something to look at there. Mm. You, that's not physical, that's not good for you. No. Um, And I used to live there every day and it's not, you know, it's not good. That overwhelm gets to you and it physically just is not good for your body, for your mental health, for your physical health, for, you know, your emotional health, just everything. It's not good for you. So I think just when you're starting to feel just flustered, overwhelmed on a daily basis, you need to take a step back, slow your, you know, slow your life down, take a look at it and see how you can adjust accordingly. Mm, solid. So like Jesse said, slow your roll. <laughs> Slow your roll. Slow it down. You know, gauge it and just slow that roll. Right? Yes. Great episode, babe. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Force for Growth podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Force for Growth. And remember to be a force for good. A force for growth. And a force for greatness. Bye. Bye, guys.